0: First of all, thanks for your patience in the blog host debacle. Just goes to show you don't miss your water until the well runs dry. Translated that means I love WordPress as the blog host and will not be making any changes from here ever. Further translated that means the name of the blog will always be slow at down ckd and will always be at https colon slash slash I do believe I've just apologized. I seem to be doing that a lot this week. Happy third week of National Kidney Month. Seems so odd to place happy and National Kidney Month in the same sentence. Yet, it makes sense. How can we spread awareness of chronic kidney disease if we don't have a national effort? Hmm, that sort of makes it happy. Okay, down to brass tacks, or sharp jabs, now. During the first week of National Kidney Month, my PCP decided it was time to deal with my consistently high A1C test results. Good timing on her part, huh? Let's go back just a bit to remind everyone what the A1c test is for. On page 54 of what is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease, I wrote the following. Somewhere along the line, one of your doctors may order an A1c test. This measures how well your blood sugar has been regulated for the 2 or 3 months before the test. That's possible because the glucose adheres to the red blood cells. This is important since quite a few CKD patients develop the disease from diabetes. Ah… So she's trying to help prevent me from developing diabetes. That is the number one cause of CKD. But I already have CKD. Let's see why it's important for those with CKD to avoid diabetes, too. I went directly to the National Kidney Foundation at https colon slash slash www.kidney.org slash slash content slash diabetes for information. With diabetes, the small blood vessels in the body are injured. When the blood vessels in the kidneys are injured, your kidneys cannot clean your blood properly. Your body will retain more water and salt than it should, which can result in weight gain and ankle swelling. You may have protein in your urine. Also, waste materials will build up in your blood. Diabetes also may cause damage to nerves in your body. This can cause difficulty in emptying your bladder. The pressure resulting from your full bladder can back up and injure the kidneys. Also, if urine remains in your bladder for a long time, you can develop an infection from the rapid growth of bacteria in urine that has a high sugar level. Oh no! I already have kidney damage. Now I could be exacerbating it. Wait a minute. How is this happening? I exercise, watch my renal diet, try to avoid stress, and get enough sleep. Am I doing something wrong? In type 2 diabetes, your body does not use insulin properly. This is called insulin resistance. At first, the pancreas makes extra insulin to make up for it. But, over time your pancreas isn't able to keep up and can't make enough insulin to keep your blood glucose levels normal. Type 2 is treated it with lifestyle changes, oral medications, pills, and insulin. This is from the American Diabetes Association at http: www.diabetes.org slash diabetes basics slash type 2 slash facts about type 2 a little clarification here. Type 1 is the one in which people don't produce insulin and type 2 is when the body is insulin resistant. Wow. Just wow. What's tickling my mind now is the latest information I've read about statins possibly resulting in type 2 diabetes by affecting insulin resistance in a negative way. Don't get excited just yet. Nothing's been verified and I'm not even sure I understand the research. Alright, jabs next. Since this is all new to me, I was told to check my blood sugar daily. I looked dumbly at my PCP. She caught the look and explained I could get my supplies at the pharmacy and sent over a script. After 4 days of running around after my insurance, it was determined Medicare would not pay for the supplies since I didn't actually have diabetes. If Medicare doesn't cover it, my secondary insurance doesn't. So, I paid out of pocket. Off I went to the pharmacy, where the pharmacist explained what I would need. I looked dumbly at my pharmacist. He caught the look and offered to get the supplies for me. I'm sure he meant well but he gave me the pharmacy brand meter which means I can only use their test strips. It's sort of a forced income for them. He also gave me lancets, I used to think that was just the name of an English medical journal. Silly me, but they weren't ultra-thin and they hurt. What he didn't give me was the lancet device. I didn't know that existed until the diabetes counselor provided by my PCP told me about it. I suspect I overchecked because my fingertips are black and blue. However two hours after eating is the norm. I just took a break and monitored my blood glucose. It's 121. While that's low for me, normal is in the 70-110 to 110 range, so even though I took 500 mg of metformin this morning, I'm going to have to exercise when I'm done, doesn't scare me, I have to exercise for the CKD anyway, to lower that number. I can see I'll be blogging about this again. There is so much to cover here. I keep forgetting to ask. Would those of you who have read the book of blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 1 and or the Book of Blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 2 Please write a review on Amazon.com. I am interested to hear what you think of these books. Did you know you can register for the Phoenix Kidney Walk all the way up until that morning, April 19th? If you're going to register, why not join Team Slow at Down CKD? Here's a link to make that easy, kidneywalk.kintra.org. Until next week. Keep living your life.